0: the blind will see,
1: through you the mute will
0: see. Through you the dead will rise, through you our hearts will praise. Through you the darkness flees, because of you my heart screams, I am free. Come on, who's free? Come on. I am free. Come on, I'm free to run. And I am free to run. Run in place. I'm not afraid, through you the price was paid, through you there's victory, because of you my heart sings I am free. Mom, we're trying. we're gonna try something, I'm gonna say I am free to run and you guys repeat, ready? I am free to run, your turn. time, slow down. time, God, we make it all about you, God, and not about us, Lord, because you're worthy, God, you are holy, nobody like you, God. Bye. are burning you ever get that feeling where you just love somebody so much and your heart burns for them right now we're talking about God the God who died for your sins I want you to close your eyes right now in this moment every person in this place close your eyes as a sign of respect unto God to ask God, I want my heart to burn for you. I don't even know what that means. Begin to ask him, Lord, come into my heart. I want to know you more. So let this love be like a fire, let our lives be like a flame, fill our souls with your desire, let our passion bring you fame. So let this love be like a fire, let our lives be like a flame, fill our souls with your desire. Let our passion bring you fame. Let our passion, mold our love for you, Jesus. Uh, let our passion you yes, Jesus, Jesus,
2: Jesus, Jesus, God. I just want us to sing this over again, and just let that seep in.
0: So let this love be like a fire let our lives be like a flame fill our souls with your desire let our passion bring you fame so let this this love be be like a fire. fire let our lives be like a flame fill our souls with your desire let our passion bring
2: you fame yes father god Father God, we come before you, God, and we want our lives to be like a fire, God. God. We want our lives to be like a flame that never burns out or grows dim, God. But we want our our souls to be filled with your desire. We want our will to become your will, God. And I just pray, Lord, that our passion, God, will make you famous, God. That we would live to make you famous, Lord, that not for our own sake but for your sake, God. And I just thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in every heart here, God. I pray, Lord, that that every person here would have a passion that burns to know Jesus Christ. God, I have prayed that each person here has a passion to share what God has done in their lives with those in their lives, God. That it would be by, by your strength, God. By your strength, Lord. And so I just pray in this time, God, that you would just... Make us a flame to your will, God, and that you would just just continue to fill us up i pray that during the time of the breakout groups god that you would just come and fill this place lord i pray god that when the word comes forth tonight lord jesus that you move in our hearts powerfully teaching us something new doing something new in us burning away the old stuff and creating the new god refining us like fire lord and so god i just thank you for this time lord and i just pray that you would just be glorified in this place we love you Lord. We love you. We love you. We love you in Jesus mighty name. And everybody said amen. All right. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Give him a hand clap. Of praise. Hallelujah. You guys I know you guys clap louder for than base, for baseball games and football games but All right, um, so you guys know where your designated breakout groups are. If you guys don't have one yet, come and see me at the front and I will help you be directed. Resistance over in the corner, ambassadors over here, and the righteously redeemed over here.
3: Alrighty, guys, we have five minutes left, five minutes. And also, if I can get the attention of all the breakout group leaders, all the breakout group leaders, can I please get your attention, please? We're going to do something real, real fun real quick, all right? So, you see, the music's pretty low right now, so we're going to make it a little difficult, but we're going to play in each and every one of our breakout groups a telephone game. Does anybody know how to play telephone? I hope the breakout leaders do. Okay, so it's so easy, okay? Do you know how to do it? All right, cool. So if you think so, you probably know how to do it. And uh, you guys over there good? All right, good, all right? So we're going to do it right now for the next four minutes, all right? So please, let's, let's get this place exciting. Let's get this place fun, all right? Amen? Let's do it. Alrighty guys, one minute left, one minute left. 10 seconds left. 10. All right, guys, let's break. Oh, wait, wait, everybody, do your chance. Do your chance. Do your chance. Can I get that music to lower down just a little bit, Lawrence? Lower down that young music. Music's too young. yeah gonna do it over there ah oh, the resistance is the resistance doing there are they still' are they still kind of messing around with their with their chant and all that come on what's going on so we gotta put that music back on Lawrence what are you doing if they if they' whispering they ain't chanting it Come on Lawrence put that music back on. Come on come on. Alright, you guys messed it up. Nah, 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 nah. Everybody break back in, break back in. You are not gonna disrespect this time with you guys not getting it. Everybody look at them and then shame them. Shame them. Shame, 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 shame. I don't know what you guys are applauding for. What was that? Okay? Gotta get together, resistance. What's going on here? I'm out now. Let me get these slides, Lawrence. Let me get these young slides. We we do this every week. do this every week. All right, guys, welcome to Elevate. Elevate. That's right, baby. Elevate every Friday at seven o'clock, okay? If you do not understand English, that's at siete en la la tarde, okay? So just so you guys know, we'll, we'll break it down for you in Spanish if we need to, all right? Let's go to the next slide. All right, guys, so here at Elevate, we have visitor prizes and then some, all right? So here, we have four different types of prizes. The first one is called the bronze prize, and it's if you bring one visitor, you get candy for yourself and for that visitor. The silver prize is if you bring five visitors in one night, you will get a $75 gift card, all right? $75. I, ain't no, I mean, that's no joke right there, all right? That's some cheddar right there, okay? If you guys like some cheddar in your sandwich, all right, you can raise your hand because I like some cheddar in my sandwich. I'm from Midwest, okay? I'm from Chicago. This is, this is right here. Chicago right here, okay? Some cheddar, okay? All right, if you bring 10 visitors in one month, okay, 30 days, 10 visitors. Everyone look to your neighbor and say, 10 visitors. The whole entire youth group gets a pizza party. Come on, man. We need some pizza parties up in this place. Y'all playing games, all right? Y'all saying, I don't got no friends. All right, you got to go make some friends. Go talk to that person in the cafeteria. Be like, yo, what's up? Hey, man, I want to make a pizza party at Elevate, so you got to come to my youth group. Just that simple, all right? And the platinum one, most visitors between now and our event Our uh, IHOP Conference, International House of Prayer, that's what IHOP stands for. It's either a guy or a girl. We will scholarship you to this event. Amen? All right, guys, let's move on to our next slide. All right, here at Elevate, we have a vision. Everybody say loving God. Say loving people. I like that. I like that. You guys get it, all right? Man, we love God because that's the the best thing that we can do in this place, okay? That's the greatest commandment to love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love our neighbor, love the people as ourselves all right next one and here at elevate as well we have a strategy say strategy strategy do this now strategy and then look at your neighbor and be like strategy <laughs> okay our strategy yes we do have a strategy this youth group does have a strategy baby right it is connect mentor send we connect you to the cross we mentor you with the cross and then we send you out to share the cross it's just that simple. It really is. And guess what happens when we do this? When we connect, mentor, and send, it blows up the youth group. It blows up. I mean, it, t- it blows up high schools. It makes people on fire. It gets people to really do what they're supposed to do. That's the strategy of Elevate. All right. Next slide. <laughs> All right. What happened to the other slide? What the? Okay. Well, never mind. I I did that. All right. So if everybody can stand up, just so you guys know. This upcoming Tuesday is going to be the Righteously Redeemed Life Group. If you go to that life group or that breakout group, you may find out about that. Come on, stop hating, man. You guys are just hating over here. You guys are just hating. That's all it is, all right? Don't worry. We love you. We love you. All right, tithes and offerings. A so tithe is 10% of your total income, and an offering is whatever you offer to God after your tithe. All right, so we have an a, equation for you guys to answer, all right? You guys get 20 seconds, that's how it is, all right? If you don't, you can't use your calculator if you have one, or your smartphone, but that's what it is. So can you go to the next slide? Boom. All right. 20, 19, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7. Six, five, four, three, what? (laughs) Two, one. All right, no one got it. Okay. All right, now that you know, next week now you can be more like, you know, practice your math throughout the week for for fun, you know, because everyone likes to do that. Just practice math for fun and all that stuff. What's that answer for that one, okay? Come on. Seventy. What? How? You got to do the thing. My aunt is weird what is that thing you know that that weird like acronym and all that. please do please excuse my dear aunt Stanley you gotta do that right please what is a parentheses excuse exponents okay there we go we gotta get some exponents up in here next week all right exponents all right what's the answer to this what is 10% of 70 are you sure are you sure uh, are you sure man I will bet all my money in my wallet right now if you are sure no, I'm, not, I'm, playing, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. Okay, okay. Next one, next one, next one, next one. Next slide over there. Okay. Yay. You got half the, <laughs> the equation right. <laughs> Come on, guys. is not that hard, right? Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. Let's just remember that. Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. All right, guys. So we're going to repeat the scripture verse and then we're going to pray. So on the count of three, we'll read it. Acts twenty. Thirty-five. One, One, two, three. Remembering the words of the Lord, Jesus himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. All right, let's pray. Uh, Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time, God. And I just pray right now that you would bless the giver. You would just see that their gift, God, their, uh, just whatever they give right now, that it would be given to them back a hundredfold, God, that you would open up the floodgates of heaven, man, right, that they would receive that. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, hallelujah. Let's play that music in the back. Alrighty y'all, uh, we're going to have something very special right now. We're going to get somebody to come up and do a testimony. And I'm going to pick out random, alright? Alright? Jen? Okay, come on. No, alright, uh, let everybody let's give it up for Marie as she comes up right now. Marie, open the house. Alright, so Marie is a precious, precious sister. Alright, and so uh, she's going to share a testimony, you know, and it's going to be real short, but you know. So let's give it up to Marie. you so much, Marie. Oh, okay. All right, look to your neighbor. Just give him a weird look. All right, and say, it's coming right now. All right, can I please get a round of applause, a standing ovation for Stephen, the man, the power? Everybody, it's coming, it's coming. Oh no, oh no. Awesome. Dude, man, that's amazing. All right, come on, Steve. I got that for you, baby. Look at you, dude, man. You're a servant as you can come up to preach. Oh, my god. All right, guys, man. So Steve is an awesome man, and he's going to be preaching the word today. Amen? Awesome. Let's give it up for Steve. God bless you guys, man.
4: Um, let's get right into it, okay? Uh, let's pray real fast, right? Father in heaven, in the name of Jesus, Lord. God, we thank you for this opportunity, Lord God, to hear your word, Father God. And we ask, Lord God, that your name, Lord God, would be exalted, God. I pray, Lord God, that you would take my hand, Father God Almighty, and lead me on the way, Lord God. Take my lips and my tongue, Father God Almighty, to speak your word, Lord God. And I pray that your word would go forward and not come back void, God. I pray that you would have your way, Lord God. Let your word be that double-edged sword, Father God, going straight to the heart, straight to the soul of the individual, God, and raising up, Lord God, soldiers for you, God. I pray that you would have your way, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So, uh, it's a PowerPoint somewhere around here coming up. There it is, man. So, today we're going to be talking about pure hearts. And um, obviously, you see the, um, what do you call that thing? It's not a flat line. Obviously, the person's alive, right? What is it? Heart monitor, right? Lifeline. Life there it is, the lifeline. And the lifeline, man, the reason being is because a lot of us is on life support. All right, so we're going through life, but really spiritually, we're on life support. And today, we're going to talk about pure hearts. And we're still in a basic series, so uh, we're going to go on from there. The first verse today, man, we can go on to the next, um, the next, there it is. So Matthew 5:8 is blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. And the other verse, obviously, that's New Testament. The other verse is Psalm 24, verse 3. It says, who may ascend to the hill of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? He who has a clean, he who has clean hands and a pure heart. So we, t- we see two scriptures right now, one in the New Testament and one in the Old Testament, right? And both of them are talking about a type of pure heart or a pure heart, right? One of them is part of the Beatitudes in Matthew that, that Jesus did on the Sermon of the Mount, where he explains all these other Beatitudes, where it says, "Blessed is he who such and such." Blessed is he. Who, you know what I mean? You guys know you know you guys know what I'm saying, right? So to be attitudes, right? So in this one, it's particular when in verse 8 says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. See, but a lot of times we pass over this verse and we think, Man, I want to have a pure heart because I want to go see God, right? I want to be with God, I wanna see God. You know what I mean? And then we go to the other verse or whatever, and the other verse describes us as being with God, being in his presence. said, who will ascend to the hill of God, right? Who, who would be that person to go be with God in God's holy place? And it says, he who has clean hands and a pure heart. But see, there's a difference here that we could miss real fast. And the difference is that one of them is actually talking about the now while another one is actually talking about the later. See, the now is the first one which says, blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. But it's not see God later on, like, man, when I die, I'm going to go be with Jesus because I have a pure heart. No, it's talking about right now. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. When will they see God? Right now, in everything, in every situation, in every circumstance, when they're in high school or whatever, inside the, the, the lunchroom and everything's about to kick off, right, and people about to squat up, They're able to see God first, right? Where's Brandon? There you go, bro. That was like an infomercial right there. But I mean, the, the point of the matter is, is that we ought to be able to see God in every single situation that we go in. The problem is that we don't have pure hearts. That is the issue. And the next one talks about going to see God. Who can go to see God? One who cleans his hands and has a pure heart. See, that individual is talking about going into heaven. But see, God, the word of God says that God sees the things that are not as though they were. Meaning God already sees Jerry and Yuli and Brian as having pure hearts, right? But does anybody else see that you have a pure heart? Probably not. So what's trying to say is that God wants to get you to the place right now to prepare you for where you're going to be later on with a pure heart. But it's on us to make that decision. It's on us to humble ourselves and allow God to make that pure heart within us now so that others will start to see us and we can see ourselves the way God does. But the problem again, it's a pure heart. So how many know that pure hearts obviously is something important, right? If we can go on to the next slide. What is the meaning of hearts, right? As, uh, as uh, Leilani did an awesome sermon on the Bible. How many guys remember that sermon, right, about the Bible? How many people wrote the Bible? Who wrote the pot? You know, all this other stuff. She came out with some pretty awesome stuff. And she talked about that the New Testament was in what? Greek, right? And the Old Testament was in Hebrew, right? So both of these verses that we seen before in Matthew and one in Psalm, it one, the, the Matthew was in the New Testament, so it's in Greek. So we want to know what does heart mean, right? So heart meaning in Greek is cardia, obviously the heart, but then it goes on and says it's the mind, the character, their inner self, the will, the intention, the center of your life. And Hebrew, as you can say, everybody say it with me, Labob. Labob. Right? That's the Hebrew word for love. And it basically means the same thing: inner man, mind, will, heart. Right? So we got the heart, we got the heart. We understand the definition of heart in Greek and in Hebrew, but what does pure mean? Right? So pure means, basically, when you look at gold, the pure form of gold, how many people know what gold looks like in its purest form? How does it look? Anybody? Nobody. It looks clear. It's transparent. The definition of pure is not mixing with anything else. It stands alone. There is no mixture. So if you see light, light Darkness, there is no darkness and light. So when you see light, there is no darkness there. The same thing with darkness. If it's going to be darkness, there will be no hit, no hidden light in there. There's, gonna be any, there's not going to be any kind of light, no flashlights, no nothing, because darkness will no longer you know, survive. It will be no more darkness. You guys understand what I'm saying? So the thing is, when you want to be puring, and Jesus talks about a pure heart, one has to then stand without being mixed up in the world, clear, transparent, pure. And that's what God considers pure. And then the heart, obviously the heart is more than this organ within our body. How many people like that movie uh, or that show, Once Upon a Time? How many fanatics we got out here? Everybody. I'm a fanatic too. I have to admit, my wife turned me out. I'm about to go to rehab for this stuff. I'm all jacked up. I'm waiting for the next episode every Sunday. It sucks. It's what it is. But you guys know when they ripped out when they rip out the heart, right, out of the individual, they hold it in their hand. But what happened to Snow White? Have you guys got that far? When she killed the mom, right? And they pulled out Snow White's heart, right? The daughter, I don't know, Regina, whatever her name is, right? When she pulled it out, she had a what? A dark spot in her heart, but her heart used to be pure. But now all of a sudden, there was a dark spot in her heart. How many know what I'm talking about? Right? You guys should notice. You guys are once upon a time fanatics. Come on, somebody. So they had that, she had that spot, the that defilement. It was even just one dot. But because of that one dot of darkness that was hitting in her heart, her heart was no longer pure. You guys follow me? So the thing is, we go now to the next one, right, the basis. Now, we talked about, I'm going to look this way because that's kind of small. Praise and worship was the first one, right? Then we went on to the Bible. Elani did that awesome one, Renewed Minds. Ali just, you know, pretty much did the rest of them. And then we got Loving People. And now we're on Pure Hearts. But see, the thing is, though, man, even today I'm looking at people as they're trying to praise and worship, and you really don't see many people involved in praise and worship. Why is that? I'll tell you why. Because there's an issue with the heart. See, the only way we can praise and worship, get into the Bible, have a renewed mind when minds are really uh, another, another sign or another spot for the hearts, because that's what we got the definition. It was part of your mind. And loving people, we can't do none of those things if our hearts are not pure. So, when it comes down to praise and worship, of course people are not going to be able to raise their hands. Of course, they're not going to be able to worship God. Because in their mind, in their consciousness of their mind, they already feel condemned to say, Man, my heart is not pure. How can I raise my hand and worship a holy and pure God? There's no way. How can I get into the Bible? When my heart is not pure and my intentions are not right, how can I get into the Bible? I don't want to read the Bible. My heart is not pure in that. My intentions are not in reading the Bible. I don't care about the Bible. So we can't get into the Bible. How can you have a renewed mind and start thinking about godly things if your heart is not pure? This is where it originates. And I'm not talking about this organ that beats, right? How can you love people if you don't have a pure heart? Your intentions are going to be off. Your character is totally off. So what am I trying to get to is that without a pure heart, we can't do none of these things. Without a pure heart, we can't even go over, we can't even move to the next level, which is overcomers, let alone warriors in the faith. How can you overcome anything if your heart is not pure first? How can you be a warrior in faith if your heart is all jacked up? All right? And I'm not saying that Ellie's not going to preach next week, and we're just going to shut this down so everybody can have a pure heart. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, you know, basically, we need pure hearts. Amen? That's what we need. That's exactly what we need. Going on from there, for the next thing, the question is, what is in the heart, right? This is Jesus again. Now, check this out. Matthew 15, 19, Jesus said, for out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony, and slander. That's what Jesus said. I didn't say this. Jesus said this. This is what's inside the heart. So the question is, where do you fit, and where does your heart fit? In this list, are you one of those with evil thoughts, always thinking negative, always on something, always on the grind negatively, right? Are you that person that has, you know, murderous heart? And I'm not talking about out there killing folks because we ain't got no murderers here. But are you out there hating your brother? Because Jesus said if you hate your brother, it's the same as murder in his eyes. If you have hate toward your brother in your heart, it's murder. So if you have somebody that you have something you, know, you have something against, right, and you hate that person, I don't care if that person dies or lives or whatever the case may be. You hate that individual, so in the Bible's eyes, you're a murderer. You have a murderous heart. What about adultery? A lot of times we think, man, I'm a youth. I ain't married. Steve got to worry about that stuff. Carmen got to worry about that stuff. Ellie got to worry about that. Layla got to worry about that. But don't you know that Jesus, God Almighty, considers us his bride? So if we're then married to Jesus, doesn't this adultery apply to us? Steve, how can you say that, man? I'm not cheating on God. The Bible says, man, if you're cheating on God with the world and trying to do worldly things, knowing that you belong to God, you're an adulterer. You cheated on God. Man, Lord, I know I'm not supposed to be smoking this weed, man, but it's not Friday today. It's not Elevate. I'm going to go and fire this thing up. Man, God, I want to go on ahead and, you know, I want to go out with this girl, man. I want to hit something. I want to do this, that, and the other. God, I'm going to put you on Friday or Sunday. I'll holler at you. I'm going to go this. That's cheating on God because you're cheating on God with the things of this world, which God considers adultery in his people's eyes. We're separated to God. We're married to God. So anything outside of that is cheating on God. What about uh, sexual morality, right? Self-pleasure, pornography, magazines, and things like that, right? Do we have that kind of heart? What about theft? Is anybody thieves in here? You have a thieving heart. You may say, oh, man, you know what I mean? I'm not no thief, man. I don't be taking crazy stuff, Xboxes and all that stuff. If you're stealing candy from the church, you're a thief. That's, that's thieving in God's eyes, right? You're stealing stuff. You know what I mean? If you're going to somebody else's home and you're taking CDs and DVDs, you're a thief. You have a thieving heart, all right? We're talking about that stuff. That's still a thief, all right? You're taking something without permission, that's stealing. According to God, you're a thief. What about false testimony? You lying on folks. Some of us even lying ourselves. And we say, man, I'm a gangster, but really you're a wangster, right? You ain't on nothing. Man, I done did this. I done did that. I'm on this. I'm on the grind. I'm on the block. Watch it. I'm doing this. Dude, you ain't on nothing. You know what I mean? You lying on yourself. You lying on other people. Stop lying, right? False testimony. You lying on folks and lying on yourself and then slandering, right? A lot of people don't like to uh, associate with this one particular word, but slandering is hating on the next man or oh, the next girl for that matter for you females that want that boy, right? In school, but because Susie Lynn got the girl, I mean got the boy, right? All of a sudden, right? She's a chicken head. She's a dot. What do you guys use? Dot, right? Man, she's a dot, man. She ain't know nothing, man. Yeah, she's over there with Pedro, man. Todd, that's supposed to be my man. She got that, man. You slandering that girl's name, man. She goes to church. She's her church with you. You both go to elevate. You know what I mean? But you're slandering, and guys do that too. They see a dude on on 20s or whatever, we're not even going to go that route, but you know what I mean. You're slandering the next man and and, and bad-mouthing his character to make it seem like he's something when he's not. This is the kind of things that God says inside the heart. That's those things. Now, as we go on in this sermon, I want you guys to think about this. Where do you stand? Where is your heart at? See, because God doesn't want half the heart like a lot of us tend to do. We say, God, I'm going to give you this side of the heart, my right side. It's my right hand, right side. God, I got mad love for you. I'm going to give you the right side, right? And then the left side we leave alone, and that's where we're throwing in the sexual immoral thoughts. We're throwing in thieving, right? We're throwing in all type of nonsense to that side of the heart. And say, God, you can't have this side. You only can have the left side. But God is saying, no, your heart has that spot in it, and I need to deal with that spot, all right? Moving on, I can't, I can't really see that. I'm going to put it up here, here. But Matthew 13, 14. Right, this is going to be our main scripture for the rest of this night. And it says, in them, is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah. You will be ever hearing, but never understanding. You will be ever seeing, but never perceiving. For this people's heart has become calloused. They, hard, they hardly hear with their ears, and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn, and I would heal them. We say, what is, this, what is this type of heart, that evil heart, that heart that Jesus explained? What does that lead to? I'm going to tell you where it leads to. Jesus told, told us where it led to. And he was talking to a people that had a heart that was not for him. They worshiped Jesus with their lips, he said, in verses before in the same chapter, right? And he said, man, they worship me with, my, with their lips, but their heart is far from me. See, we can come to Elevate and on Sunday and worship God, get on our hands and knees and on our face and worship God, but yet our heart is far from God because we don't allow God to deal with that particular black dot inside our heart. So you know what happens? Right here. The Bible says the first step. If We can go to the next slide. The first step that happens when we start living this type of lifestyle, not allowing God to deal with us and give us a pure heart is the first step is your heart becomes calloused, right? How many workers? Yuli, you're, you're, you work out in the gym. You got, you got, you got calloused hands, right? Someone, well, he's got a little some, right? But you guys know what I'm talking about, right? When you get those hard, lumpy things right here, right? They feel like skin. You could even grab a needle and put the needle right through that skin, right? It don't, you won't even feel it. You don't feel it at all. It just goes right through. How many know what I'm talking about? Because you guys looking like, man, I don't work at all. Like, I don't know what you're talking about, Steve. But that type of thing right there is what they're saying that your heart becomes. You could put a needle in your heart if your heart is callous, and you won't even feel it. You lose the sense of feeling in your heart for the things of God. And that's what God is saying. That is the first step. And God is saying, your heart is callous. Your heart is callous. In Mark 18, 8, 17, it says, and Jesus, aware of this, said to them, why are you discussing the fact that you have no bread? Do you not perceive... Or understand, are your hearts hardened? He said that in Mark eight seventeen. See, but he ended it with, are your hearts hardened? That is the main thing. That is the first thing that happens to a believer when they start not allowing God to deal with that which is in the heart that's black in his eyes. Your heart becomes callous. Then from there, it goes on to the next one is that your deaf ears, you can't hear anymore. That is the next step. you're like see what's going on with me I can't hear I can hear perfectly fine I'm hearing you preach but according to the bible says you can no longer hear if your heart becomes calloused so the next step in Matthew 13 14 it says you will be ever hearing but never understanding see you can hear this sermon all night you can put it on repeat and I can just play this thing over and over and over and over again but because of your 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 ears being so deaf it will go in one ear and out the other And it all starts because you have a calloused heart. Nothing's going in. And now it's spread like cancer. Now your ears are shut. And now you can't hear what the preacher's saying. You can't hear what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell you anymore. And then you go to Pastor Ellie and you go to all the leaders like, man, I don't know what's going on, but I just can't hear from God anymore. I feel like I'm alone. Well, why don't you check your heart? Where's your heart at? Right? Then the next step, it goes into the blind eyes. Matthew 13, 14b says, you will be ever seeing, but never perceiving. Notice these things in Matthew where it ends. In Matthew, the deaf ears, it says, understanding, never understanding. Then it goes to the blind eyes and says, never perceiving, right? Those two things. But if you go to Ma- uh, um, Mark in that, in that first chapter where it says callous heart, it says, Jesus, aware of this, said to them, why are you discussing the fact that you have no bread, right? They had, Jesus had just did a miracle and fed 4,000 people. 4,000 people, right, with nothing, right? They had some spam, right, government cheese, and some tacos. That's it, shells, just straight up flour. But he made that thing expand. All of a sudden, everybody's having tacos and stuff. With, you know what I mean? Just eating it up, cheese, tacos, quesadillas. They work that sucker out. Boom, they're eating that. 4,000 people, 4,000 people, the disciples. We're talking about the disciples here. Just seeing this miracle happen, right? Same chapter. And Jesus tells them, aware of this, said to them, why are you discussing the fact that you have no bread? Do you not perceive, there it is, or understand, are your hearts hardened? All three of the issues that happen to people when their heart gets calloused and your, your ears become deaf and your eyes now become blind, you're, you're blinded now. So now I can come up here and do all type of miracles and yet you're not even perceiving what's going on, but you're seeing it with the naked eye. You're seeing blessings going around all around you, right? You're seeing ISIS over there, and Christians are being beheaded and tortured, and their children are being raped and everything else. But yet you cannot see spiritually what's going on that we're living in the last days because your eyes are blind now. So we say to ourselves, man, I still got time. I'm cool. I could let this sexual morality dwell in my heart just for a little bit longer. I got till next year. Christmas coming around the corner. I still want to do some bad stuff. They're talking about having a house party. You know what I mean? In October, man, I'm going to get blunted out. This is what's going on. I'll deal with that next week. But see, your eyes become blinded that you're not even realized next week is not even promised. I can be gone tomorrow, right? But our eyes has become blinded to the things of God. So that's the three steps, man, of what happens when we don't allow God to deal with our hearts we come to Elevate, man, Friday after Friday after Friday. Some of us even come Sundays, Fridays and Sundays, and yet you're still walking around with a bag of bricks in your, inside your heart, and you're saying, God, uh, I don't want to let you deal with this. I, I like this. This feels good to me. This is my identity. If I give up pornography or if I give up self-pleasure, God, who will, will I be? What would I do now? Right? If I give up trying to be a gangster or whatever, trying to hate on other people, who am I going to be then? They're going to think I'm a punk. They're going to call me out my name. And we hold on to these very things in our hearts, right? And little by little, every Friday that we come to church, your heart, without even realizing it, your heart's becoming harder and harder and harder to the point that we can put a knife through your heart and you won't even feel it you won't even realize that you're bleeding to death because your heart has become so hardened toward God that you can't even see anymore. You can't hear anymore. You can't feel anymore, right? And this works in a lot of ways, brothers and sisters in Christ, man. It works in a lot of ways because we think we have time, but we don't have time, man. Time is short. And right now, God is saying, man, I want to heal you. Let me give you a new heart. Let me give you that pure heart. Stop dealing with that stuff. Let me change your will. See, the thing is, back to, that de- back to uh, the definition that we gave, right, in the Greek, these things are dealing with specifics here, man. They don't make no accident about that. We can go back to that one, the, uh, the definition of the Greek real fast. Look at what the, the heart is. This is what God looks at. We may think, oh, man, my heart is good. I'm I'm good, God, I'm good. You know, my heart is still beating. I haven't been smoking weed. I ain't drinking. I'm good. But God looks at the heart, right? Everybody heard that before, right? God looks at your heart. Brother, you're good. You're okay. Yeah, God sees the heart, and he knows that your mind is jacked up. Your character is jacked up. Your inner self is jacked up. Your will is jacked up. Your intentions to do things, whether good or bad, is jacked up. Your center, your whole being as a whole, as a person, it's jacked up. That's what God wants to deal with. He can care less about the beatingness of your fleshly heart. He wants to deal with these specifics, man. Where's your mind at? Where's your character? Who are you? Who are you still the person that you used to be, claiming to be a Christian because you speak Christianese? Come on, man. You can learn that stuff in any church. Christianese, you know what I mean? Get a couple of scriptures in you. Boom, now you're speaking Christian. That don't make you a Christian. God wants to deal with the heart today. He wants to deal with your intentions. He wants to deal with that very thing you've been dealing with for months now. That very thing you've been dealing with for years. That boyfriend that you can't let go. That girlfriend that you cannot let go. And you say, God, I'm not ready to let this stuff go, God. Pornography that you're not ready to let go. You know what I mean? Talking bad about other people that you're not ready to let go. God is saying, let that stuff go today. I will give you both the will and the power to do it. All you have to do is make that decision to come to God. All right? I want to go to that last, the last slide. Was it the last? Slide? Yes, and this one. The one before that, I'm sorry. In Ezekiel, chapter 18, verse 30, it says, repent. Right. What do we do now, Steve? I identify myself with that list that Jesus gave, and I know my heart's jacked up. What do we do now? This is what God says to do repent turn away from your offenses the sin then sin will not be your downfall that's what the word says the israelites were going through the same thing we were going through now many of us are going through now having heart issues Their heart wasn't pure but yet god and his love came to them through a prophet of ezekiel and he says repent turn away from all your offenses then sin will not be your downfall then he goes on to say in Ezekiel 36, 26, he said, I will give you a new heart. I will give you a new heart, and I will put my spirit in you. I will remove your heart of stone. They call it right here a heart of stone, but they're really talking about the same thing. A callous heart, a hard heart. He says, I will remove your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. That means you can start feeling again the things of God. Fall back in love with Jesus. Fall back in, the, in, the, in what Jesus wants you to do according to his word. I'm not saying that you gotta be a super Christian today and say, well, man, I can't do that. It's impossible. I'm not saying to do the impossible because you can't do nothing anyways. Let God do the impossible in your life. And last, if we go on to the next, the last, uh, this is what God wants to do, man. It says, let God give you a heart transplant. See, in the word of God, man, Jesus considered himself a physician. He said, I came to save the sick and the lost to repentance. Not those who don't, who don't think they need a doctor. But Jesus saying, I'm the doctor today. Let me give you a new heart. Let me give you a heart transplant. Let me deal with those things that you've been dealing with. This is let him give you a new heart that will beat to the tune of the word of God. How many want that kind of heart today? I don't know how many people with a a show of hands identified yourself with that list, that horrible-looking list, right? You don't got to raise your hand and put yourself on blast. A couple people did, but I'm not going to say anything. But you know what I mean? This is real, man. This is your relationship with God. I can't live it for you. Leilani and the leaders, they cannot live it for you. Pastor Ellie cannot live this life for you. You have to live it on your own, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. You have to do that. If you have any dark spots in your heart, I will encourage you guys. Let God deal with that, man. Stop being afraid. God loves us. And he's coming right now just like he came with his children. And he said, let me give you a new heart. Brian, let me give you a new heart. ISIS, let me give you a new heart. That's all you need. You just need a new heart. Let me give you a new heart and we'll move that heart of stone. And that's what God wants to do. We can all stand and give God a round of applause. Praise God, man, for his word and his truth, you know. We're going to end right now, man. We're going to break out. And uh, you guys can do what you got to do, man. But what I would say, man, those three things, man, wherever you find yourself on that list, if you're on that list, and if your heart has become hard, if you can no longer hear anymore, man, the conviction of the Spirit of God because you didn't put Him to sleep so long, or if you can't see straight anymore, you don't even know what direction you're going anymore in Christ. Like, I'm a Christian, but I don't know where I'm going, man. I look just like an unbeliever. If you fall in any of those three categories, God is able to heal you no matter what it is. In the last verse of 15 and Matthew's chapter 13, it says, "Otherwise, they will hear with their ears, see with their eyes, and understand with their hearts. They will turn to me, and I would heal them." That is the end of this. He would heal you if you allow him to. Amen. After this, we're gonna we're gonna pray, man. We're gonna dismiss you guys and those. I'm God on my uh, my altar workers up here, please. And we're gonna dismiss. We're gonna pray, and afterwards, man, if you guys need prayer, man, if your heart is not right, if you have a sexy more heart, if you're going through evil thoughts, man, if you hate your brother or your sister, if you've been slandering people, man, or having that just bogus impure heart, let God give you a new heart. Let him give you a new spirit, his spirit, to fill you up. Let him change your life. Let him give you a transplant right here at this altar, a heart transplant. Let him change your life. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you and praise you for your mercy and grace, God. Lord, we don't deserve this, God. We don't deserve your grace. We don't deserve your favor. We don't deserve new hearts, God. We don't deserve anything from you, God. But you're willing to give it, Lord to all those who reached your hands out and say, God, give me a new heart. God, I pray that you would touch hearts today, God. That you would remove the hearts of stone, God, and give them a heart of flesh in the name of Jesus, God. Father God, that they would not move one more day, God, with this stony heart, God. God, that they would not go on one more day, God, without feeling your presence, God, without seeing your deeds, your good works, your testimonies, God, without hearing about what God is doing in their life, God that tonight, God, you would deal with us, Lord, each and every one of us, Father God, from the preacher on down, God, deal with all of us, God, give us a new heart, a new spirit, God, and we would honor you with our lives, Lord, Father, have your way, God, Lord, help us to enjoy the rest of this night and this weekend, God, in the name of Almighty Jesus, we pray, God, if you guys need prayer, oh no, God bless you guys.
0: Give us pure hearts and let us not lift our souls to an idol. Give us clean hands and give us pure hearts. that seeks, seeks your face, O God of Jacob. So give us clean hands, and give us pure